This is officially our second episode of our fifth season. Yes. And it's officially winter. It's officially cold as damn outside, man. Yes. It's January 16th, 2024. Dudes like us moment here. Welcome to the podcast. We've got a great show lined up today. I'm Sean. I'm Paul. And I am Joe. And it's 25 degrees outside. It was eight yesterday. Eight? Eight. It may be 25 now, but it was uh, it was like 10, 12 this morning. That's cold. Yeah. Been taking my wife to work in the morning, and and you know, uh, strange enough, I chose to walk over to Jeff's house at least partially. I wanted, you know, I was cooped up in the house. I work from home, so <laughs> I was I like, told yeah, him. I need a little fresh air. I I pulled up next to him and open, and he opens the door, and I'm like, we've been doing this for. Four and a half years or five years, you've never gotten a head start and started walking. Except and it's, on the yeah, it's twenty of the degrees, and you decide to do this. I got a lot of stuff going on in this brain. I felt it therapeutic to walk a little bit before I got here. It's certainly brisk, yeah. that's for sure. And it was cold, but what I was getting at is uh, walking down the the street. Um, I noticed like several houses that had uh, water coming Uh-oh. out of them. Coming out of them, yeah. So really, there's there's uh, already burst pipes. Yeah, there's burst pipes. I mean, a lot of people um, will will note that there's like faucets that don't work. That's because some of the plumbing gets jammed up. But on uh, worst case scenarios, those plumbing parts that uh, get clogged up, once that ice starts to really form, mm. man, it, it expands. And it's the hard freeze warning, right? So. Uh, I will tell you, I have uh, with through my job. I have seen some spectacular stuff that ice can do. Yeah. And uh, like a da- uh, Dallas, for example, uh, the city of Dallas has a uh, a plant where they process water. And they distribute it. It's like in the Highland Park area. It's like they very... pull the poop out? Um, I, yeah. Like a sewage plant. It. They don't. I don't think they manage the, the like a sanitary water. Like that, I think what they do is they just they have like water that's coming in from a stream or a fresh area. It's it's uh, like it's runoff non- maybe, uh, like rain runoff. It's water that's channeled there strategically. So they've they've got these these avenues that the water gets. So the, the 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 plant will take the water and it puts them into these large vats and it processes it, puts it through filters and stuff. But where I'm driving at is that uh, they ha- these pipes are twenty four inches, three foot in diameter. And they're big boy pipes. Yeah, big pipes. They're super thick. They've got bolts that they got like 50 rivets around this motherfucker. And that thing was split open like a coconut. Oh, wow. From, wow. from ice. It's amazing what, what Mother like Nature half can inch, do. Half inch thick steel or yeah, it, it, like oh, yeah. iron or whatever. It's, it's, a, it's, it's crazy. Mother Nature is crazy. It's absolutely bone. I mean, it's it's just it, it was it just took me back to to. It's hard to fathom that something like that can happen from water yeah. freezing, you know. And Have you ever you ever seen the Great Lakes? They they there's there's like an ice pileup when there's like heavy winds during winter. Yeah, and it stacks up this just big gigantic like icebergy type things. Yeah, but small icebergs. And it's the same type of thing. It just it's incredibly destructive. And and we think that we can control the climate. Oh yeah, we totally did. Impacted. <laughs> yeah. You're so stupid. It oh, it's that's global warming, bitch. Please, mm-hmm. doesn't look like global warming to me. You fucked arts. <laughs> yeah, Julie, uh, where she works, she had they had a couple pipes burst in the ceiling, right at the front of the building, and it just flooded oh. the whole front office, 
all the way down, and there's water. Uh, at the CTE Center, huh? Yeah. Wow. That's expensive. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, uh, I will tell and you. we pay for that, right? If there's insurance, yeah, sure. Uh, the insurance will, will, will cover it. But there's a lot of moving parts to that. Like, there's, there's a lot of uh, pipes that burst uh, from fire suppression systems. Those are kind of the, the big heavy hitters. Uh, because uh, a lot of times those things will be put somewhere where the area is not climatized. Right. Like there are specific rules that kind of are so they're the first. They're the first to get frozen yeah. and ruptured. But yeah, they're they're kind of forgotten. It's kind of like hey, you know, they got the fire suppression systems up in the in the attic or above, right below the the roof lines, and uh, the contractors forget that they need to climatize that. They got to uh, like wrap it and you know. Yeah, pipe, well, they they got foam. Well, there needs to be some sort of. Uh, radiant barrier of some sort to to maintain the integrity climate climately in there in that little area because sure. uh, when it freezes it I mean, those joints pop that's another amazing thing because those those pipes are super thick too and those things are just being contorted like they're freaking starburst candies you know it's amazing hmm. the power of nature and the pressure of water that comes out of those yeah so my question is this how come the houses here in north texas do, are not built to accommodate for the cold. It gets cold like this every year. There may be one winter where it doesn't get down to eight. But right. how come the houses up in Wisconsin They're and saving Chicago money. don't burst? Yeah, because they don't want it. It's not code, for one thing. Well, why is it? And if it? it's not code, well, then there, certainly home year. builders are so not going to go the extra cost, right? Yeah, that, that's kind of what, what it is. And there's, there's cutting corners is one. And there's also um, where you put the pipes. Uh, a lot of times in the the northern states, they won't have pipes on the exterior of the building or the perimeter of the building, meaning that if there's a bathroom, they keep yeah. it all in, in within the envelope of the house and not that outside wall. Where I grew up, that was the case. Yeah, because you know, I have two. Whenever it gets this cold, I have two areas in the house, and they're both externally facing my externally facing facing sink, my sink. Um, you know, the cold water stops. And then the bat, the the toilet, right next to it. So if we were to build another house, we want to say no outside faucets or pipes. Well, you you want to have a like a spigot, you know, for well, no, I mean know. inside. Yeah, like you don't want your kitchen sink. Yeah, like yours, well, yours is on. on mine's wall. right, and it never has any problems. Yeah, which uh, is interesting. Typically, you know that, but it, it does happen. Under the slab leaks are. Yeah, you know, that happens. I mean, look, leaks happen. It's unfortunate, but water is devastating too. Water. Right. That's what I mean. Why don't they change the code? They know it happens every year. People, you hear just crazy shit happening with yeah, all their they pipes. Burp. Well, the February freeze was catastrophic. Yeah. Well, that was right. bad two but, years ago. But every year it that does was like those. tens of thousands. Because that, that was compounded with the power being out, and yep. nobody had the ability to to heat up. And you know what's fucked up about that whole experience is the money that it cost to do all those repairs that the insurance companies had to pay for. Uh, you know, you're you're kind of pointing fingers at well, who's to blame for this, and then ERCOP is kind of like, hey, what's this? But guess what? We're a municipality, so you can't sue us. Fuck off! And then, well, and you know what? Their they whole board quit after that whole thing. Right. Like literally, like six of them, they were all like, hey, yeah, we're done here. So he they didn't want to like, tab on that. We are. So you wonder why your insurance is going up? It's because of that. That's right. part of that. Right. You know, probably yeah. Right. They're gonna get their money back somehow. Oh, yeah, they're not going to lose money. And I, I listened to the news before it got cold here, so last Friday maybe, and Greg Abbott was on making an announcement saying, hey, there's cold coming up. Uh, we got plenty of power. Uh, there are two days because we got wind power back up. Uh, 
But there are going to be two periods. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm making this up. Monday okay. at noon, from noon to three. Like they already knew that. Yeah, So because the, they, they see the weather pattern. They're like, what, there's going to be no wind power from like noon to three on Monday. Wind power. God, and so stupid. on it's so Tuesday. Stupid. So they're like, during those times, we have reserve energy, but we may ask you to... Not conserve. when you're washing machine during that period. Correct. So my thing is, we can't rely on this renewable energy because it's unreliable. That's right. Because you, you, you have to make accommodations for it. Yeah, your and wind you have stops to plan. and you're out of energy. That's right. Unless you have a coal backup somewhere. Right. Yeah. And well, you know, during that period, I just ran my washer uh, washing machine empty. <laughs> I just ran it. Right. So, but I mean, there's it, other it, it, kind it. of uh, tricks. I don't want to call it tricks, but there's like little things that you can get circulating pumps. Uh, for I mean, those they already sell those. Like, for example, if you are if you have a part of your house where it takes forever for the hot water to get to. Oh, I hate uh, that. Yes. You, you, you Tell me how to fix that. I hate it. Th- it's called a circulating pump. So, really, you go to the farthest end. I thought it was an instant hot thing. Instapot? No, no, <laughs> so, not Instapot. Oh, all right. So that—that's just the the source of the water is hot. So that has nothing to do unless you have it like right next to the sink. With again, again, it's, no. The circulating pump is different. So circulating pump, you go to where it's at. So okay. you go to your sink and okay. you you have those two. You have the hot and cold, right? Right. And you uh, basically you unscrew the little things that go to the sink, and then you tie one into the. Um, the cold into one side of the pump, and you tie the hot into the other side of the pump, and the pump has an output <coughs> that so will it's go. Got its own little heater. So it's, it's like it, putting a little it, water it heater underneath heat. your no, sink. No, 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 no. So what it does, it takes the hot water and it shoves it into the cold water. That's it. That's why they call it a circulating pump. Hmm. Like constantly. No, there's a timer. Uh, some of them are kind of sophisticated where you have uh, Wi-Fi where you can say, hey, I want you to turn on. Like if you get up, let's say you take a shower strategically every 6.30, 6.30 in the morning every single day. Hey, I want you to turn on at 6.20. The circulated pump goes, turns on, uh, okay. and it turns on for like a couple okay. minutes. So it's basically, it's basically, you know, when you go to the sink and you put on hot water and then you walk off for, for five minutes, yes. for ten minutes. It's but doing it, that for you but not wasting the water. Exactly. And it's kind of interesting how it works. I mean, it's it's shoving the hot water into the cold side. Right. You know, so basically if you're somewhere else in the house and you flip the cold water on, it might be a little, it's going to be warm. However, it won't stay warm for long because, you know, it's, uh, does that make sense? Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. But, I mean, but I'm not crazy. I mean, they. I thought in the newer homes now they have, like, they, the, the, you know, that's big thing that's like it's instant hot water. All that is is... It's ex- tankless water heater. It's a tankless right. water, water heater. heater, yeah. I it's mean, not, it's just another way of getting hot water. It's not instant, though. It still has to run through your pipes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What do you, but, but everybody who has one, like, touts how, oh, yeah, no, I don't have that problem anymore because, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I don't, I don't no, have one. No, that's so. not true. That has nothing. Not the, true, the, huh? No, yeah. not at all. So, like, Maybe. if you were to get a if you were to get a tankless water heater in your house and you were to do nothing else but get the tankless water heater, it's still going to take the same amount of time for that hot water to get from point A to point B. Period. Interesting. Because you, you can't, I mean. Right, it, because all it's doing is. A different way of heating water. It's That's not it. making the the water get through the pipe any faster. That's correct, and uh, you know, and it, it, it consumes a tremendous amount of natural gas, which is good. <laughs> I like natural. Well, it gas. depends. Unless you're like in in New York, where they want to rule out gas, natural right. gas. Well, now they're going after was it uh, kitchen sinks, dishwashers. Ki- ki- you know. uh, I, I, when is it going to stop? You're allowed to use you allowed to use like half a cup of water to clean your dishes and their dishwasher. When is this going to stop? When Biden oh. gets out. And he needs to get out. 
All right. Well, so in Iowa let, was a big step in that direction. Well, well real quick, we going, do this? well, real quick, going back to the uh, the windmills. Yeah. Those are you know those are ecological and they don't use fuels. Well, they take eighty gallons of oil a year. Yeah, it's a ridiculous amount of oil that it takes to lubricate the engines. Yeah, yeah the but motors. But that's made from bio biofuel. No, that's from uh, old dinosaur shit. Oh. Well, hmm, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, so 80 gallons. Each one of those, you go out there to Lubbock, all those. 80 I don't think it's gallons. Eight, it's not 80 gallons. 80 I think gallons. it's 80 barrels, isn't it? Well, they said 80 gallons. Who's they? The news on the radio. Unless they read it wrong. So, I have no way of knowing if that's a lot or not. Because, I mean, when you consider how much energy they produce versus how much oil they need to stay but do operational. They produce a lot? Does one of those produce a lot of I energy? I have no idea. I just think they're obscene, they're obnoxious, and I can't imagine that people who built their retirement home, you know, like out in the country, and now what they look at is like 4,000 of these stupid windmills, <laughs> I can't imagine they're happy about right. it. Right. Well, it's just like over on the East Coast, right? So they want to put, they, they put these windmills in the ocean. Well, they're, they're backing off of that now. Well, they are because it's killing whales. Well, that too. But the Kennedys didn't want to look at them. You know, they're big, like one, if you remember, was his name Robert Kennedy? The guy who killed the chick at Chippequata, or whatever that place was? Uh, no. Senator Kennedy. Ted Kennedy was oh, his name. Oh, Ted Kennedy. Not Robert. Okay. Ted Kennedy. Okay. You know, he was a big proponent for clean energy, but they were like, yeah, we're going to put this wind farm out there. Like, no. Yeah. I, my I, property I want, will see it. Yeah, I want clean energy, but just not where I am. NIMBY. Not in my backyard. Right? Right. Ugh, so nauseating. It is. So, plus, it's interfering with whale migration. Ugh. Because I guess those produce some kind of ultrasonic sound I'll that's tell you what, and, causing and, whale problems. And I, I find it so interesting when the left the the leftist environmental groups turn on each other. Right. It's just like the Sierra Sierra Nevada? Sierra The Sierra Club. Sierra Club when all the birds were getting killed by the by the windmills. Right. Uh, out in the you know, out in the rural areas. I mean eagles and falcons and hawks, I mean by the thousands, you know, just getting torn up by these things. I don't know. Did they solve that problem? Or did they just pay them to go away, the, the Sierra mm, Club? I don't know. Did they put, like, a big fan cover over it? Like a, yeah, they did. Like in your house? Yeah. yeah. So there's, <laughs> there's, there's, wire a, mesh. there's another style of, of windmill <laughs> that um, is, is far better to use than the current ones that we have. It's like a corkscrew? Yes. Hmm. So they're, they're pylons that basically, instead of having these huge propellers stretched out, uh, these things are, are literally, like, three feet wide. And go up ten foot, and they just spin on a cylinder. Oh, why wouldn't they do that? Uh, well, oh, there's that Someone's... looks like a new wind turbine design. Yeah. yeah. Well, look at that. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So those things uh, kinda, are supposed to be far cool more looking. efficient and uh, don't require 700 gallons of oil a day a, a year. Are they are they uh, degradable? Biodegradable? Because the big ones are not. I don't those know. Those big blades. I don't know. Well, we uh, talked about that. There's mm. like huge. We did pits talk about that where they're burying the blades in the salt mines. Yeah, but uh, next yeah, to the uh, nuclear the, nuclear waste. But those uh, are they biodegradable? I don't know. Probably not. I would assume that they're just like the other ones, except that they're not so tremendous. Those almost look metallic. Yeah, I don't know if they are. Or not. Well, I they're. Think, I think they just look like uh, drill bits. It's German engineering, and they they're, they're, cool they're ingenious. In fact, they've got a couple that will literally like. They'll do in a tremendous amount of energy for your house. Huh. I'll put oh. that on my roof. 
Yeah, yeah they're not. And well, they're it not, only looks like it's 200 feet tall. No, I don't. Oh, true. I don't know how yeah, tall those bad. are, but they've had some smaller. Wide. No, I think that's a dude standing right there on the right. Uh, on the picture? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's not as, little... okay, it's not as big as what I was thinking then. No. Well, whatever. I mean- That's cool, though. You, so we're talking about alternatives in, uh, you know- Better. It, better alternatives. Yeah, they're, they're better, and they don't take up all the, the oil. I mean, I mean, because those other ones take an absurd amount of oil. They right. really do. 70 gallons. I mean, I'm looking well, at- Well, imagine that. that 700 gallons. for moving parts. I mean, those don't take any kind of oils. They I, I don't know. I'm sure they do, but I'm um, also uh, they also are balanced uh, on a some sort of um, a, I, man. I don't know. I mean, they're they're balanced though. The the science of it is that they're kind of they're on magnetic. a pivot. Was it called pivoting on a little like a top? A spinning you know top. how a spinning top can uh, spin for quite some time. Interesting. Yeah. Whatever. Again, I, I think they should design giant balls that go wong gung gung. They're in my pants. I mean, that's just, that's the way to generate <laughs> limitless energy. Actually, you know, we've talked about this before, but fusion is making leaps and bounds, man. It's coming. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to happen in our lifetime. I think they'll have yeah, we'll not see. a working reactor, but they will, they will prove that it's scalable within our lifetime. I hope fusion, so. Fusion, that's incredible. Yeah, you know, it's gonna it's that gonna fuck all these up. A, a, it, well, I mean, it, it's it's only gonna create new ones because we're of all we're all the fossil fuel businesses. Uh, you know, all the people that own all the fossil fuel businesses, they're gonna be all been out of shape. Well, they'll buy all like, the fusion. Fuck that. Business. Well, well yeah, but, that's but true. these are but, but these are going to be for power generation. These are nuclear uh, fusion nuclear fusion power plants. It's not gonna be to run your car. I don't think. Well, I mean, but, but that's a good point. I why not? Well, at some point. I mean, back in the future, that's what he had. Yeah. He, he put banana peels in <laughs> his fusion reactor. That's true. Yeah. That is true. So Some old tampons and toilet paper. And, ooh. Yeah. Well, I don't know about tampons. But uh, just whatever was laying around in the garbage can. Toilet yeah, he paper. did. He just kind of took the lid off the, the garbage and started dumping shit in there. That would be funny if he pulled, like, one nasty old sock out. Would it, would it be awesome? Just, just well, it would have been. Uh, I don't know about that. In the movie? She was like, that's mine. <laughs> and he's holding it by the steering. Yeah, right. He's like, Jesus. Come on, Doc, that's my condom. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway. All right. Well, you know what? So the we're going on the energy thing. That, uh, they, um, yeah, those windmills are ridiculous. And yeah. you're right. Driving, yeah. uh, I mean, I've driven, you, you you go to Lubbock when, uh, a lot when you go visit Brandon. Yep. Uh, I travel out there. And, I hate seeing them. Uh, I, I don't I it don't hate me. them. I don't hate them, but I'll tell you what. I had dinner at a at a restaurant, a little steak place uh, out there by Amarillo, and um, I was sitting at the bar, and there was a group of four guys sitting right next to me, and they were all uh, windmill uh, technicians, workers, yeah. yeah, engineers. Yeah, it's a booming and, business, I'm sure. Well, what he told me was like, he was just like, I don't care what they. In his really weird accent, man. It was like uh, Hungarian. No, he was like from Michigan, but had a country. It was like backwards country Michigan. That's kind of Canadian, eh? You know, kind of thing. <laughs> so it was really it was, odd. It was a, a mind bend. Huh? Yeah, but it was like, eh, 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 well, oh, never. Mind. I don't want to. Hey, what there. was he saying though? What? What he was saying? It was ridiculous uh, how inefficient those things were. Oh God! It's like yes, they absolutely produce energy. Uh, they do what they're supposed to do, but the amount of money it takes to maintain those. Is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> he was just like, "We're four engineers. I'm not going to tell you how much we get paid, but it ain't worth it for the work that we do. That it's wonderful? absolutely crazy. It just, mm, just, it just crawls all over you. Mm. 
because that just tells you that it, it the the reason for doing it is not because it's a superior way of generating electricity. No, it's 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 a bullshit. It's a scam. Look, guys, look what we did. Well, yeah, aren't you proud of me? It's, it's a scam. It's a virtue signal. It's a virtue. Just like the, yeah. just like I think a lot of folks do with the EVs who are having a lot of trouble now, right? During this cold snap, I know it's so great. <laughs> I hate to be, I hate to like, like, like love their misery, but so what was the story? Where were they in? Maybe Michigan or Detroit or something, and they so, and they drove down to the. Uh, well, first of all, they couldn't charge. Were they not allowed to charge at their house? I don't so think they, they were lost power. To, correct. So they were going down to the superchargers or the outdoor chargers where. You, you go up and you pull up and sit for three hours and you charge your car. Well, no, it's not supposed to be three hours. Well, it's not it's supposed, supposed to be to. like 40 minutes. But well, they charged it for three hours and it didn't do anything. Right. And it's too cold to charge their car. And there's like a graveyard of EV vehicles. They called it a graveyard of robots. <laughs> <laughs> Just one person's coming. Yes. This EVs are falling apart, dude. I they mean, are. And the, the dealers are saying, uh-uh, we're not losing any more money. We're done with this. Well, did you hear that Hertz is selling 20,000 yep. of them? Yes. Yep. At a loss of $25 million. Okay. I, it, it's not practical. When businesses are losing money, it's not going to fly. Well, so, every time I go out to see my dad and I say, I need a rental car, they always try to get me into yeah, a Tesla. Screw that. And I always say, no, because I'll be stranded. I know where I'm going, and they don't have chargers down there. No. Anywhere that I've seen. Right. So, I mean, I the only no. reason why they stayed afloat and have stayed afloat this long is because they are subsidized Correct. by the government. Didn't they? I think they said that uh, if they weren't subsidized, the cheapest one would be, man, I don't want to throw out numbers that are totally bullshit, but I, I thought it was like 60000 would be the cheapest that they would be, but it, it's got to be way more than that. That's how much they are now. Yeah, I think they average about fifty thousand. Because there's Tesla's come out with some, in the, I say inexpensive, but for an EV, they're like in the thirties, I think. Yeah. All right. Well, it's, it'd be it'd be interesting to hear what the stat is on what they would be if if it was a, you know, apples to apples fair level playing field against right. a gasoline car. Right. Well, Ford has lost billions. Billions. They lose, they How lose, do they allow that to happen? Well, they lose $60,000 a car when they sell it. Like uh, EVs. EVs. <laughs> it's just dumb. How do you, how do you maintain I mean, that? Well, and, and why would you even want to? Like, what was the political motivation? It's or a virtue the, signal. Like, look at us. We're, we're ahead yes. of the game. Right. Maybe you can power your house off of your right. Ford F-150. Yeah, and then they built them, and there's just, it's a nice truck. Don't get me wrong. It is it's nice. cool. It's really super heavy. Don't yeah. ever get into a fender bender with it. Yeah, no shit. Well, you'll win if you're in a truck. But um, there's problems with the, the truck, you know, and I, and I see these videos where people are like, yeah, I turned it in after six months. Or I tried towing something and I made it 20 miles. It's it's not proven. Stuff like that. And I, I see it being a government-sponsored experiment. Correct. It's all it is. And they're only going to get more expensive because um, what, what the government's looking at now, because right now they... We pay for all the roads via our gas tax. Right. Tesla's electric cars don't pay a gas tax because they don't. They don't. They don't pay. They don't get fuel. That's right. And these cars are heavier, and the way their tires are designed, it chews up the roads faster. Great. So yeah, these are. Tr- I have not heard that. Yeah. So these are because they're so heavy, and the tires are, are a certain way. They're chewing up the roads faster, but they're not paying into the yeah. fund to repair them. Which only well, goes on to, to that. That's kind of like you know, I I, I think, well, whatever. I I agree. Everyone agrees. 
but it's just like it was bullshit. And how are they going to how are they going to fix that? I they, mean, they're, they're going to have what I've heard. I don't know. What I've heard is these governments are going to like, okay, well, if you have an EV, just like we have a registration every year, 70, 75 bucks, well, EVs may be 300 bucks. Right. To make up that lost tax. And then they won't buy them. That's what I mean. They're going to get more expensive. Right. Uh, I mean, they're already not buying them. Right. Even when they're subsidized, they're not right. buying them. Right. And I saw a video, a guy had a, had a Tesla. Actually, no, he had a Rivian, a Rivian uh, SUV or truck. And he was doing a comparison between how much it cost him to supercharge his Rivian and or fill a, a comparable car up with gas. So he was like, he's like, this has an equivalent of 850. Yeah, total cost of ownership. Right. So he's, he's like, yeah. a comparable will get like maybe 15 miles a gallon. It's a big truck. Uh, gas is now $2.50 a gallon. So he did all the math mm-hmm. and for, and he put in 43 kilowatt hours in his truck right. and it got him uh, 94 miles. And he did all the math and he goes, that's about uh, 10 gallons of gas at 250. Because uh, he put, I think it cost him 25 bucks. Right. Right. For, yeah, the, yeah. for those 43 kilowatt hours. So he did all the math and, and the fuel. So the the electricity for twenty five bucks got him ninety three miles. If he would have spent that same money on a car that got fifteen miles a gallon, he would have gotten one hundred and fifty miles. That's crazy. And then he goes, all right. Then he then he backtracked that and he goes, okay, for me to get one hundred fifty miles out of an electric charge, it would have cost me forty bucks instead of the twenty five. So it's yeah. fifteen bucks more. So even the fuel is getting out of whack now. Yeah, cost wise. How do you put a price on the fact that he released um, point zero 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 made the air better? But his tires are coming much. apart, and he's making the roads fall apart. I, I know. I'm joking. It's, it's not even destroying the roads. It's, our it's, roads it's already not suck. A big difference from the environment perspective. Our, our our infrastructure of the United States is tattered. Yeah, the roads are not being taken care of. They're not being fixed in a constructive manner. I mean, look look at the construction going on around Dallas Fort Worth. It's it's yeah. kind of halted. Hmm. You know, have you seen like I mean where where we at? I don't leave Frisco. No. <laughs> I, I I I'm with you. I yeah, kind of so, don't, I don't know what's sad. going on down in Dallas. It's really sad. Well, I drive around uh Yeah, you get around sometimes. much more than Paul so, and I do. Yeah, and I kind of go out far, too, like a couple hours out and, and drive back. It, there's just not a lot going on, uh, you know. And Interesting. It, no, well, well, why are you what are you speculating? I, I'm just, I don't think like the money's there. The bu- budget's not there for it? I'm thinking that, you know, we're we're, uh, we're, we're putting our money in other baskets, you know. Kind of well, like- didn't Joe Biden pass the infrastructure bill, what he calls the infrastructure bill? That's really not an infrastructure bill. It's a green energy bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. wasn't you know, that infrastructure they, to be to build and maintain roads and bridges, right? He's it just a be. piece of shit. <laughs> you know, let, let's just be real. He's, uh, you know. He doesn't know what's Hats off on. to, man, I don't know what's, I, I mean, I want Donald Trump to be president, but at the same time, I don't want his, I don't want to bring his, his attitude. I want him to be president. I want his policies. God bless it. Everybody wants his policies. It's going to be for the Democrats. such a shitty year. It's going to be a shit show, man. And, and it's going to be a no shit idea. show this whole year. It's going to be a shit is, show next year. I don't even trust the voting system. I'm just kind of like, well, that's just it. If we even vote. It's like, well, by the way, did you? So they were going over some of the uh, exit polls. Um, I, I don't know if this came from the exit poll, but it was Iowans. How many of them 
uh, thought that Biden won the election like fair and square. And it was like 65% said that he didn't. 65% said that he they didn't think he won the election fair and square, meaning they are all believing that it was stolen. Right. That's so crazy. But but let's let's dig into that a little bit. I mean, sixty five percent. So, yeah. uh, does that mean the Democrats think that, or do you do we no, no, believe that's just Republicans? Yeah. Yes. This this weekend was just Republican. The Iowa cock ass is just <laughs> cock Republican. ass. It was just. <laughs> Huh. Yeah, I'm not sure that's how they pronounce it, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking that's your little tongue-tied. We're really excited about the cock asses this year. <laughs> oh. How are you going to vote? Oh. Anyway, sorry. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, it's only Republican. But what I did read- Why is it always an Awe? Pro- it's the primary. Yeah, but why? So is there another one? There's a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah, but every state. Per- every state will have one. Every state Iowa has is it. typically the first. All right, but okay. And they so call it- I was the first, and then uh, Vivek was like, eh, I'm out. Well, he, got, he got less than 8%. Well, but still, he said he's out. So yeah, that leaves. Because it, uh, it, it is the very first litmus test for the the whole the whole primary process. Yeah, he was so far behind the other two. Yeah, he was so even, far behind Trump. Yeah, he didn't even come in second or third. And he's funding his own thing. He's like, I've got a lot of time. I'll come back. I was really surprised that DeSantis edged out Haley. Honestly, well, well what I, was I mean, gonna, neither one of them are relevant. It doesn't matter, right? But I thought I thought it was interesting. Well, what I was going to say is they were looking at one of the counties. And the Democrats pushed a huge campaign to switch sides. You can do that on on the day that you vote. And yes. they did so many that Nikki Haley won by one vote in that county. They had so many Democrats swap swap side to kind of edge Trump. out DeSantis. No Trump. So oh, she beat Trump in, in that, that county. county. Yes, oh, by one wow. vote. Just so, one county, though. Yeah, because he trounced everywhere. Correct. So, they're they're sneaky so games. That's in a Iowa. thing. Oh yeah. So are they gerrymandering those votes as well? No, it's not gerrymandering. It's a, so in the they Iowa allow caucus, it. you're yeah, allowed to do it. You're allowed to. It's supposed to be just. It's the Republican primary. So just registered Republicans are supposed to vote in it. And and Republicans are not supposed to in the Democrat primary. And the Democrats are not supposed to vote in the Republic. But they're they're. Shady, right? And they're shady on both sides, really. But Democrats, no, are more Republicans shady. do it too. Yeah, they'll do it too. But um, and, and so in the Iowa caucus, you're allowed to on on the day that you vote can switch from Democrat to Republican. But they they have they've used their vote now. They can't go vote in the Democrat caucus now. Yeah, but, right. And, and that's and that's irrelevant because it's no, Biden. Because yeah, because yeah, when you have an incumbent, well, I bet we see more of that this year. Then I bet yes. we see a lot more of the Democrats doing Absolutely. that this year. Yeah, but then again, I mean, uh, RFK Jr. Yeah, and now uh, Joe Manchin is threatening to right. join the no, no titles party. The no, the third party. Yeah, it's a third party, but it's called the no, no names, no, no names, or I just something. Thought it's called a third party. No, no, no they it, all, they well, all have a, a name. It's a particular. Uh, it's the, it's, a, it's the Whigs. It's the No Titles Party or something like that. Well, I remember 10, 15 plus years ago, Rush Limbaugh on his program says we need to instill Operation Chaos, which was, I don't know if it was the Obama. Rush Limbaugh said that? Rush Limbaugh on his show said we need to launch Operation Chaos, which was this exact thing. Right. Which where is, Republicans, we need to make sure, I can't remember who it was, Hillary Clinton doesn't get the 
the the nod. So you need to swap sides and vote for whoever it was. It's so shady though, but I get so, it. But both sides do it. Both sides do it. Um, and the and the Dems did it, and they and they in one county they were able to organize very well and and, and did it. Yeah, they did it. Is it no no labels? No, no labels. labels. That's yes. it. God, I'm sure. I'm sure. I, one of our 35 listeners was like, no labels, no I labels. I haven't heard jack shit from him in a month or more. JFK Jr.? Yeah. RFK Jr. Or, yeah, or, uh, yeah, RFK Jr. Well, they Jr. probably had Jimmy the Fish show he, up at his house. He, hey, you can't go on. You no, can't. no, no. He's out there. He's out there doing his thing. But I saw a lot of him Didn't California like cock block him? They took him off the ballot in California? Yeah, something like that. But he made some headlines recently that were very inflammatory, and then... When you read what he was talking about, uh, it wasn't so bad. He was justifying. Oh, he was justifying. He was justifying. Uh, okay, so his father was RFK, right? And he was the Attorney General of the United States. And the Attorney General investigated Martin Luther King, right? As he he told the FBI, as the Attorney General, he told the FBI. To listen in on MLK's, uh, you know, record, you know, phone calls and right, stuff, right. and they were asking him, yeah, wiretap. There it is. RFK Jr. defends Kennedy administration wiretap of Martin Luther King, and he had an interesting spin on it. He was saying that that the CIA was going after Hoover. Was it Hoover? Hoover was going after MLK. Hoover was the FBI. Director. No. Okay. Well, who was the director of the CIA back then? Um, I almost had it. Anyway, because the CIA was going after MLK and telling the FBI that that MLK is all these bad things, he's arguing that his father told the you know told the FBI to listen in on MLK, not to go after him, but to find the truth and and um, and to exonerate him. You know what I mean? Right. To sort of so, who knows if that's really the case or I don't not? Know. But uh, yeah, so on Martin Luther King Day yesterday, the FBI was getting taken. What year a beating. were you talking about? Well, they they posted a tweet, yes. saying, "Hey, we're celebrating MLK," and, and that we always have underneath was like, "Yeah, this is after you wiretapped him, and yes. this, this, and this, and may have been involved in his assassination." And <laughs> yeah, and they said he ma- they mailed letters to him to tell him to com- commit suicide and stuff. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So they got thrown under the bus pretty good. Yeah, when did Martin Luther King uh, get assassinated? Uh, it's the 60s. 60, 60, uh, 69, maybe? 67? So it's 68. So obviously, you know, 66, 67 was when the FBI was, you know, tailing him and wiretapping him. And anyway, yeah, it didn't, uh, that, that, that tweet didn't go over well. So was Richard Helms as the uh, CIA director back then? Oh, that doesn't ring a bell, but yeah, okay. Dick Helms. Oh, yes. he was uh, CIA uh, from '66 to '73. Dick Helms. <laughs> Dick Helms. When was Bush? Um, uh, Bush was from '76 to '77. Oh, one year. As the Attorney General? No, he as, had... as the CIA director. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Interesting. A lot of, a lot of history. A lot of history going on with uh, all that crazy stuff. And remember, the CIA was trying to convince everybody that MLK's inner circle were communists. And remember, communism was a Cold it was War. A big thing back oh, then. it was a height at the Cold War, and and you know, and, and so you know, Is that they McCarthyism. Yeah, and so they wanted to see if that were true. You know, anyway, crazy. 
It yeah, is you know, crazy. You know, I, I, I look at the state of affairs that we are today politically, and we're fucked up. I look back then, throughout history, we were just as fucked up. It was just always, different things. Always. You know, you go back into the 1800s, it was fucked up back then. For sure. It's just uh, different. Yeah. Now we're dealing with the tranny crap and all that, the social stuff. Back then, it was, just, well, there was social stuff back then, too. The whole Vietnam War. Oh, yeah. The, the war, the peace movement, all that shit. Yep. It was and, just and, as toxic back and then. Kent State. Remember Kent oh, State? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was bad back then. Yeah, it was. And uh, It wasn't a good time. And, you know, luckily we, well, we have some mass shootings, but, you know, Kent State was bad. That's where the cops did it, or the National Guard or something. Yeah, they shot rubber bullets and killed some people, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we, we That's think- That's that we, iconic picture of the of the hippie putting the flower in the end of the the rifle butt. The rifle. Yeah. All of a sudden it comes blasting out and right from his eyeball. <laughs> I don't think it shot her head off. Well, but, yeah. you know, it, it, it's to keep things in perspective, yeah, it's fucked up. There's a, st- a lot of stupid shit going on, but there's a lot of stupid shit been going on for since we've been. I think a, you're right. I think a, it's a, a natural tendency to to think that it's never been worse. Yeah, I, you, you know, know, but that's not true. It's just different. It's just we're older. We, we're paying attention now, uh, and it was fucked up when you know when we were ten. So the only thing I would probably not necessarily disagree, but the only thing that I would highlight is that politically. I can't remember two parties hating each other like they do now. I bet there was a time back in but the I, day. But you're probably right. You're probably right. Well, but I mean, it's so toxic. I just feel like I've never felt this toxicity. I think. I think social one thing, media. I think one thing is, yeah, is you're big more part aware. Of it. You're aware of it. That's true. You know, you're in the middle of it. You're, you're, you know, and you read more constantly. than you probably should. Oh, constantly. I hate it. So you know, a lot of people don't feel that because they're not. In it, yeah, they're like, "What? What yeah. happened with what? Yeah. Like, You're kidding me! I don't Did feel you the animosity, this? right? Right? No, so I got you. So I think a lot of it has to do with how involved we are in the news. But again, I don't think this is anything out of the norm. It's just the topics and the and the situations are a little bit different. Yeah, but it's you know, in 20 years, it's gonna be something else. But one thing that was really interesting was you know how Texas is taken like Abbott is like wanting to shut down this border thing. For, at least for Texas, <coughs> good oh, for yeah, him. Man. And so they, he has mobilized the Texas uh, National Guard, and and it's I, I I've never heard of this. It's the Texas Military Department. I was like, we have a Texas Military Department. I guess we do. I know. And so they went the to Texas the area Tactical Border Force, right? And there's yeah, there's a whole bunch of acronyms. And then so they went to Eagle Pass, right? Where which is the where the coming over the most. Mm-hmm. And so they basically took it over. And they said, Border Patrol, no, nah, we're good. We, we we got this. Right. And so what did Border Patrol do? They made up a story of- Someone drowning, right? Yeah, migrants drowning and the border and the Texas National Guard uh, preventing them from getting to them and saving them. It was a total bullshit lie. Well, the I mean, department, it's so shady what it is. Biden and the, and, the, and the federal government- And the DOJ is suing Texas now, saying, you can't do this. Yeah. Well, you know, well, what? in the Constitution, I believe, you know, he, he, there's a state constitution, <laughs> and if you're not doing your job, no, they're not. It is responsibility of the governor in the state of Texas to protect its border. I think every border state needs to step up and take care of their own, their own border. They've tried a few times, and the and they've made them uh, undo things. Yeah, they had the shipping container wall yeah, in Arizona. Yeah, and they now made them take it down. 
Well, why? Well, you're on government land. We don't uh, want it there. So crazy. You're so impacting crazy. the the migration of the newt. Is there <laughs> a one-eyed newt? Well, no, I don't. Th- I don't think they uh, they didn't play an animal an animal <laughs> oh, card on this card? one, but they typically do. Yes. All right, let's talk about fun stuff. Let's talk about people who died. How about your topic about your penis hole? My oh, penis hole. Yeah. Uh, how no, pubes get stuck in I, your? I was just joking. <laughs> oh, that was a. You know, because we always say, you know, we in the lead up to the podcast. Oh, this is a podcast topic, right. and I was just thinking, hmm, what could be a funny thing that we, we use the word sticky. I did use the word sticky. I'm kind of curious about the whole pube and the penis hole thing. <laughs> no, no. How did you manage that? I, you know what? I sometimes I just think of funny things. Uh, to, to, is there like uh, a vacuum going on? Is there oh, a, you mean how did that really happen? I'm just trying to figure out how the hair got into the penis oh, hole. Oh, it doesn't get into the penis hole. It just oh. covers the hole. and then like then a then mesh. Like yeah, a and mesh. then your spray goes all over the place, and you're like, ah, oh, damn it, damn it, damn it. I mean, come on. That happens to all men that let their pubic hair get crazy I'm long. I'm very well manicured. Oh, so you yeah, so you uh, don't I've, have... I've got like a very I've got this groomed pelt down. See, it's, it's like a flat top. Yeah. See, this is why I didn't want to talk about this, this kind of thing because now I'm sure people are getting visuals of his Sean's flat top. groomed pelt. Oh, he's a flat iron. Just gonna smooth yeah. it all out. Wow. Maybe, part it. Maybe dead people. Feather it back. Maybe dead people is a better feathered. thing to talk about. <laughs> it looks like an eighties feathered back. An 80s Did I hear you haircut? say feathered back? <laughs> yes. Oh, honey, that's such a good look when you feather your scrotum. Yeah. Put a fan on it. Watch just like glisten in the sun. Oh, God, yeah. All right. So that was Paul's topic of the day. No, that was oh. not my topic. That was a joke. Bum, of a topic. Bum, bum, bum. This message brought to you. We'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back. Speaking of we'll be right back, I'm uh, drinking. A this is uh, this is pretty tasty. It's a high rye bourbon. It it's a uh, very. I don't want to slim because I'm enjoying it. But you're going to. It's well. Hold on. What is it? Uh, well, this. Oh yeah. Feels good. <laughs> what? You're breaking it down. Where is the uh, bottle? I bought it in. Uh, it's Redemption whiskey. Uh, this one is the High Rye, high rye. Bourbon. All right. Yeah. So this is a High Rye Bourbon. It's Redemption whiskey. Um, it's one we've had before. Yep, it's about 105 proof ish. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so it's uh, it's it's in the pocket. It's good. It's easy to drink. It Surprisingly is easy. easy to drink. It's easy. It's to got drink. some spice. Um, there's warm notes of Gross. caramel, hazelnut, and uh, a little ginger meld in there. Um, ginger some, meld. Yeah, there are some people who actually say there's like a a little stone, not stone fruit, but a little uh, okay. little strawberry. No a little strawberry liqueur action going on. Liqueur? Yeah. All right. Some people. I so know. this is the high ride bourbon, but it's 60% corn? Okay. Interesting. It's only 92 proof? I thought you said it was 105. Uh, the one we have is 105 proof. Ours is a store pick. Yeah. Oh, it's, a, it's a total wine right. store pick. Yes. So ours is going to be different than this. So it's 36% rye. Well, maybe maybe that's not even the same. But, you know, it does say high rye, so that's good. Well, it's a high rye bourbon. Yeah, it's the same thing. Ours is just a store pick. All right, so I like it. I it's like got it too. Some sweetness on the it's, front. It is. Um, it's got some sweetness for sure. Yeah, you know, I, I got to tell you, I'm. Um, I need a. I hate you guys. Mm. For, for uh, like always busting my balls because I like to express the way I feel about bourbons. But I, today, I kind of agree with you. <laughs> I kind of got a sense of what you guys go through whenever I, I talk about the bourbon. Oh uh, because, look, I, th- I think <laughs> that I am all ears on this, this Redemption one. High Rye bourbon is good. But I will share with you, mm-hmm. 
It's a little MGP-ish for me. I mean, it's bland. It's got a hint of blandness. It's got a hint of genericness. However, that doesn't take away from the fact that I like this. I would, I would, I'm going to go ahead and... Are you saying there's no uniqueness to this? It it doesn't scream uniqueness to me. It it I will drink another glass of this. Yeah. I, I wouldn't kick it out of bed for sure. This this is good. It's solid. I yeah. I like it. It's a kind of a it's kind of a light and I think what they said about the the strawberry liqueur is kind of hits it because it's got a really nice soft rosé kind of uh, feel to it, you know? When you when you it definitely has a sweet nose. It doesn't have the, quite the sweetness um in the taste, but I mean there is some it it's has, good. Has I like it. Fennel, fennel, fennel. You know what fennel? What they use? They use that in like Italian sausage. Sausage. Mm. Mm. Sausage. Fennel like notes. I got some fennel downstairs. I could bring and black it. Black pepper from the rye. Little caramel. I don't. Anyway, I like this. It, it's, hazelnut. It's uh, how much rye did you say was in it? Thirty-six percent. All right. So it says vanilla, red berries, and toasted oak. Oh, mm. taste all that. That's the palate. Sixty percent corn. <laughs> Interesting. Hey, accept those cookies over there. Yes, come on. What is going on with no, that? No, but I like this. I'm going to give this a six and a half. Oh. I was I was going to go with 6.3. So, yeah, that's about right. That's what I'm thinking. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I'd like it. Uh, we So, will, a 9.7 for you? Well, I, my, my point is um, I probably would buy this for my collection. It's good. Well, yeah. Remember, it's a store pick. Yeah. Well, oh, and which I, means that, that plays into it. It's out, Yeah. So yeah, because you'd never get the ninety-four proof. My my God, probably not. But what a waste! Hey, come on, I know. know I'm I'm busting your balls. It's okay. Speaking of ball busting, um, you know we went out to uh, eighteen forty-five distillery in Lowry Crossing, Texas, uh, this past week. So dudes like us, for those folks that don't know, have um, embarked uh, a long, you know, a couple of years ago on on the. Um, I'm woodcrafting stuff. Mm-hmm. So we do, you know, find us on Dudes Like Us Instagram. Find us. Uh, there's actually a Facebook page out there. We're going to cultivate it pretty good and add wood projects in there. In fact, we have a Dudes Like Us wood project page. But I guess what I'm getting at is we were out in 1845. <coughs> we're we're going to hopefully start pushing some of these uh, freebies for them. We're, we're making a few uh, plaques. Yeah. Little wooden uh, boxes. Yeah, little, little wooden little something boxes. Here. Yeah. It's exciting for me. It's exciting for Jeff. I, I wish you could have gone. I know uh, yeah, it had been, eh, well, you know, it's, it's it's exciting to go to the store with your son and buy a gun. I thought that was kind of cool, too. What did he end up getting? He ended up getting a Springfield Hellcat. A Gatling gun? Yeah. yeah it's a Gatling gun. <laughs> uh-huh. It shoots uh, uh, 6,000 rounds per second. Per minute, oh, that yes, is, that's nice. Yeah, it's a Vulcan gun, actually. Oh, well, 6,000 rounds. That's got yeah. that's quite the, and the you, spin on that. Uh, so we went to Shields. Um, Shields? Shields. Oh, Shields. There's no D. Oh, really? I said Shields. 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 <coughs> and Because uh, I knew they had a big selection, and damn, what a zoo. What a freaking zoo. Oh, wow. yeah. I mean, anyway, it was crazy. I mean, and, and he had never been there, so I thought that's kind of cool for him to Did see. Did you that. actually buy one? Yeah, so we went upstairs uh, to the gun area, and I was like, oh, shit, here we go. Because I don't know anything. I <coughs> so, really honestly but, don't hold know. Hold on, but doesn't it, it, to me, it seems like you're going to overpay there. No. No, I mean, because they can. I don't know. They can volume buy, right? So. I don't know. I mean, I know that when, when Jeff and I have gone there, uh, we've looked at some other items, like sweatshirts. Shoes, whatever it is, and it's kind of like, 
get the fuck out of here. Really? I'm not overpriced. paying that price. Yeah, the clothing's kind of overpriced. Lost your God bless in mind. Well, interesting. I, so I, I definitely, so the only price points I knew about <clears throat> in terms of guns were, were the Glocks, right? Because I have a Glock. So, you know, I was kind of worried about that. I was like, oh, I haven't even done any research about, you know, if it's price or whatever. And we walked up and, and sure enough, the Glock prices were the same as Academy's Glock prices. So I was like, well, I think we're probably okay. Anyway, but it was a freaking zoo. And I was like, I don't even know where to start here because I don't know anything about the other gun brands. Was there a line to get into the area? N- no, no, but everything's under lock and key, so if you have to talk to somebody, you know, and I was like, shit, man, I don't know how this is going to go. Anyway, this guy just walks by, and he's like, you just got lucky. And he was like, uh, need any help? I was like, we do. And so he just, bam, 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 just, you know, here are the top three brands, and here's what you're looking for, and here are the differences. And, and Did he get you the 9 millimeter? Uh, so, yeah, it's a 9 millimeter. It's uh yeah he got the Springfield Hellcat. I've got a couple of Springfields, a forty, yeah, and, a, and a forty five. <laughs> yeah, you know, do you guys want some ammo? I just got another hundred thousand rounds. I just, I, I'm running out of just, a closet just, just space just for this. Under hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah, I really like the forty. Yeah. So have you shot it? Yes. Cool. So you got a little pow to it. Yeah, it's good compared uh, to I, a I like nine the, millimeter. Yeah, well, yeah, it's just significantly bigger. I like the forty five as well. Yeah, like the 40 40's the got like a huge stopping power. The 45's, I mean, compared to the 9mm, 40's oh, yeah. got like... No, for sure. Good night. If you want stopping power with a 9mm, you have to get a hollow point. I um, mean, basically. Because um, it's, yeah. Well, they say for home defense, you don't want to use standard bullets because they'll go through the person. And through a wall. Through the wall. So you want to get a hollow point. Hollow point, yeah. To so, cause maximum damage. Yeah, so he immediately liked the Springfield Hellcat. And the price point was pretty good. I mean, it was like 500 and something. That's what I knew it would be. And, he, and the guy goes, you know, I think I have that exact one in pre-owned. Let me go look. And we walk over to this other thing, and it was like 150 bucks cheaper. What? Right. Yes. And I was like, score. So, yeah. So is he it, got. Is it black or the desert? Black. Yeah. So he got a, a pre-owned one and got some ammo, and he was really excited. I already got him a. Uh, Has he got a license or anything? You don't need one. You don't need a license. Uh, True. Yeah. You have However, to, you, you do have one. to do a background check, but yeah. you yeah. don't have to have a license unless you want to do a, a concealed carry. There you go. You can that's still what I was actually, that's you don't, why I was you don't need that in Texas anymore either. If you go outside of Texas is where you, you need that. Well, that's why I was asking. So, I mean, still, it's good to have it because the reason why I say that is because I don't trust the system. I'm right. thinking that this is just a way for them to fuck with us so that we don't get it. Then all of a sudden they're going to be like, oh, by the way, Boom, here's a new law. And by the way, if you want to get a concealed handguns week lessons, we have all these new credentials that we got to fill. So I, I'm kind of curious. So and I, all I've, the old ones are void so to I'm, start over. Perhaps. And I, I'm, I should and be I'm not exactly sure. I know we have open carry. So you literally can walk around the street with a pistol in a holster in, in plain view. But I don't think you can conceal it unless you have a concealed carry. No, yeah, you, you can't conceal it. Are you are you hundred percent sure, sure on yeah, that? That's a because open new, carry means that's a fairly visible. new law over the last year or so. Can you look that up for us, Mister Producer? Like the difference between open carry and concealed carry well, in a, Texas? Do you need a CHL in Texas? I don't right. think you do. I think they, I think Texas went all out and says if you have a gun, you can carry it. Yeah. Well, I, I yeah, I, I really want to know this. Okay, here we go. Open carry versus concealed carry pros and cons. Um, is that is that in particular of Texas? Okay, good. So it's going to ask you for the, the, the your zip code. Oh, uh, oh, no, I thought it was going to be the Because this could be very... This is... I, I know 
a lot of people get confused. So here's a question: Can you can you concealed carry in Texas without a license? Texas is coming up on two years since permittees carry passed in the Texas legislature, which has allowed Texas Texans to carry handguns without a license since September 2021. Although they do they don't need a permit to carry a handgun, over 200,000 people in Texas still obtained a license yeah. in 2022. That's what I thought. But so, it does so I carry one without anything. So my driver's license. Yeah, but it doesn't say concealed. That's what I'm wondering. Well, it says you're carrying it. That means like a side arm. Yes. Well, they didn't specify that. Well, there's a difference between having one under your jacket well, that's versus open, a side Well, arm. that's called open carry. Why didn't they say you could open carry with the well, that's license? What well, that's what I'm trying to find out. open. That's, that's what They're I'm trying to find out. It's open and concealed. They're just saying carry. I'll tell you what. Why, keep looking for that, Mr. Producer, and, and, and try to just try to find something that says, are we allowed to conceal a handgun without a permit? In Texas. What does it say? Oh, okay. Does it need to be in a holster? If a handgun is partially or wholly visible, it must be in a holster. All right, so that implies that if it's not visible, it doesn't have to be. Texas law does not place similar holster requirements on a handgun being carried in a concealed manner. Really? So why would anybody get a LTC, a license to carry? Because of the reciprocating licenses in 21 other states. Correct. 23 If you travel. If you travel. Right, so well, but even if you travel, I mean, uh, when I travel to Arkansas, I've got my pistol in my car, and I'm allowed to have it in my car. It has nothing to do with that license to carry thing, as long as they have. Do it needs to be in a lockbox. Though I don't even think that you can have it in your car in in reciprocal states. Right, you can't have it within. You can't be able to access it to from where you're at in the car. So that gun rack tucked away. Gun rack in Texas. No, outside. Like, if you don't have a license in that state, you can you can carry it because a car is an extension of your home. Yes. However, but what if they don't have licenses like Texas? So can someone from Louisiana carry a gun in Texas? I think if that, they honor if they have reciprocal laws where they honor each other's laws. Yes. So all and not the, every state has that. All the yes. twenty three states that are under the umbrella of the Texas handgun license, concealed handgun license, uh, all share the same. It's a reciprocal right. law for all those 23 states. So I'm going to make it up, Missouri. So we can be in Missouri, and I can carry my, in my back, I can load my Springfield 40 in my back, lower back, yep. no problem. Put it, put it in your belt loop. In my belt I, loop. I forget what what, uh, what what states are on that license. I was going to say, if, if that, I'll just do it. If up. it was. If, it, if, if it, it was reciprocal, right? It, yeah. The answer would be yes. If they, if they I, have a reciprocal law honoring open carry like Texas does, then you can walk around. With a gun tucked into your belt. Well, I'm not there yet to be, feel comfortable to do that. I'm not either, because I need to. I need to pick the gun that I want to train on, and I want to take classes. Yeah. I want my wife to go through it as well. I said, yeah. I need you to pick one of these so not you get comfortable idea. with it. And remember, if you're gonna if you're gonna conceal it, um, like my, it'd be a pain in the ass for my Glock to be concealed. It's a big a big handgun. They have much smaller ones. Like Dylan's is much smaller. I'll pull. I'll get my Springfields out. Not small. Much smaller, but. I'll get my Springfields out at halftime so you can see them. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Anyway, that's that's an interesting topic, and I was excited you know, to get that for him because it, you know, uh, I'm kind of disappointed about that. Honestly, which part? Uh, because the the concealed part. I think that that's bullshit. I think that you know, uh, open carry is open carry. Uh, if you don't need, I, I just I had, and it's only because I had to take like a super extended class. So oh, if to you get didn't your take that concealed. class, you'd be fine with it. Pardon? If you didn't take that class, you'd be okay with it? No. What I'm saying 
is that I did take the class. Right. And well, I, I think it's bullshit that they're just going to say, all right, well, you don't need to take the class. And, yeah, and nobody needs Anyone can take a gun. You can just go get the fucking gun. I think that's bullshit. And then walk around. I think that there needs to be some it. accountability. I'm not saying that you need to register your guns. I'm just saying that, you know, the, you should be able to, you need a license, I think, to have a gun on you that's concealed. If you want to walk around with a fucking AR-15 strapped over your shoulder, you can. You yeah, can. Then fine. I don't care about that. You can see it. That motherfucker's got a gun. I don't think that they should legally be able to conceal a gun unless they have a license. Interesting. That's just my opinion. No, I get it. I get it. I mean, I, I'm not sure how I feel about it. I would feel better knowing what's the point of even having it. I, I just There's got to be a reason why they still offer it. It's a concealed handgun uh, permit. So I, I want to read up on it because um, I, I, I don't know. Well, it says right here, clear as bell, beginning uh, September 1st, 2021, uh, HB 1927 made it legal in Texas for most people 21 over over to carry a handgun in a holster without permit, both openly and or concealed. Well, there you go. Correct. All right, so why? Why get a concealed handgun permit? What does it give you? I know that unless um, it gives you confidence, like I said, I don't have confidence to carry a gun. Maybe it would give me confidence if I went to the class. Went to yeah, the class. and that's and just it also, too, because the the class teaches you how to shoot. Right. It teaches you a bunch of rules. It teaches you the legalities of shooting somebody, and uh, it also uh, it also promotes the idea that if you have a handgun, you probably should get some sort of insurance. I was just about to say that because they they offer discounts. Um, or they automatically, maybe, I don't know, enroll you to where if you were in a shooting incident. Yeah, I think it's huge. They'll back you. They'll back yeah, you they'll from, take a, care from of a legal perspective. 100%. They'll knock some shit out. Right. So, uh, and it's, it is, it's extremely uh, affordable. Right. It's like, like, it's like 50 bucks a year, something right. like that. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, it's, and that, that can be, that, that can be a, a good deal. Yeah. So every so, time well, they also, like the NRA or just through an insurance company? Oh, insurance. Just um, insurance it's company. a very specific one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is not the NRA, but it's it's a specific one, and you know they they liberty. push it. Liberty, liberty, liberty. Yeah. That one. <laughs> it's not that one. Um, <laughs> it's not that one. Good, good guess. Yeah, good yes. segue too. Yeah, yeah, All right. yeah. Great jingle. Yeah, yeah. you like that. I hit the notes. Jingle, yeah. jingle, jingle. Yeah, you know kind of like the uh, God damn Frozen. Speaking of Frozen and <coughs> choking, God Dallas Cowboys. The hell? Oh God. <laughs> oh, segue. Jesus. They man. looked. Uh, it, it so was, bad from the like, it was, the first, the very beginning. I actually, you know, usually like another team I don't care about. I, I I'm like whatever, but I was just like, ouch! I, I was like, they're not going to get over this like no. for a long time. No. Yeah, I mean, I'm with, pretty. My, my thing pretty is, if you, if you slip into the to the playoffs as a Cinderella team because you know something, you know, three teams had to lose for you to get in. That's different, right? But they were the front runner. Like from the from from a, they got fucking no, manhandled. No. Philadelphia was a front runner for most of the season until the last three or four games. I, I get it, but Dallas has been beating the shit out of people. Like they win every game by like twenty points. Yeah, but every game. Yeah, but they're against teams that suck. It is well, okay. Their the division's probably lost, not great. Yeah, the games they've lost are uh, or tight. I mean, no, no. I mean, but the team, against, the, the, the teams, teams. That, the better teams, they did they beat, they beat no. some of them. No, I don't think so. Dude, they were eleven and six. Yeah, you don't get that record without. Games. They played the Giants twice. They played the Washington twice. They played Philadelphia twice. Lost one of them. They they beat Philadelphia when they, now they suck. So you're saying they were overrated the whole time? 
I think uh, I think their record didn't reflect how good they were. Like it was, they're true. Inflated, right? I think. Well, I mean, apparently how they went down kind of backs that up. I mean, they did have CD Lamb that had like a phenomenal. Oh, he year. did. He did. And oh, like Brooke kept, records. They, oh, they kept talking about that over and over again. It's like we don't understand what's and happening. And the, uh, the, I mean, the defensive Jack and player, CD Lamb, over guy and over that again. had a record breaking six, uh, t- six. What are they called? Six picks, pick six, pick six, right? Bland is that his name? Uh, Duran yeah. Bland, 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 Bland. I think his name is. I don't know, right? But very interesting games yeah. over the weekend. It started out with Texas beating the shit out of Cleveland. I didn't see that coming. I didn't see. I mean, it. I, yeah, knew they, I picked I, Cleveland. I picked Cleveland to win that. Damn. They, but that CJ Stroud, he looks good. He man. looks really good. good. I didn't I'm, watch I'm any almost games. Like bitter. I'm bitter because it's like, you know, they're a they're a division rival, and damn, they get one draft pick, and it turns their whole freaking season around. Well, I think the and now they're like something. one game into the playoffs. I'm like, really fucking one pick? Yeah, really? I think the coach has something to do with it as well, though. Well, yeah, D'Amico Ryan's is is. He's a good coach, I think. So, anyway, what else happened? Uh, I guess the, the rest of the games weren't shocking, but they well, were, none of them were close. Well, I was disappointed in the Buffalo Steelers game because I was looking forward to a nasty ass weather game, yep. snowy snowmageddon game, and it pissed me off because the NFL moved it to Monday. It would have been so fun to try to watch those guys out there. Now it was ridiculously windy. It was. Almost dangerous. Yeah. So So they did the right thing. They should have left the snow on the field. I like to see them trudging through like three feet of snow. <laughs> <laughs> That's not realistic either. But when I tuned it in yesterday, I was like, this was like a regular fucking game. Yeah. I, I, I was really surprised because they like, were, there's no snow. Yeah. They were really talking about how it may be just as bad and blah, yeah. blah, blah. So anyway. Yeah. No, I like the I like the outdoor games. I like the fact that uh, – um, I don't like dome games. As a spectator, I like dome games. But on TV, I want to see them outside fighting the elements as well. Yep. Those are always and fun being games miserable. to watch. Yeah, being miserable. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so I remember living in uh, New Jersey, and this is like in the, the early, fuck, late 70s, early 80s, mm. and we'd be out there playing football. Oh, yeah. You know? In the snow with no sleeves. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, oh, it was It was wonderful. It was wonderful. <laughs> we well, play, at some we point, play it's full, so cold you don't feel it, right? So. Yeah, we would. We'd play full contact tackle football, and there'd be a foot of snow out there, and it was starting to thaw. I remember this specifically. starting to thaw, so it was just a mud pit. Oh. And we were just from head to toe because we were all getting tackled. Oh, yeah. We were slipping everywhere. You couldn't run very fast, so the tackles weren't. Gonna obliterate you, but how fun! You you get tackled and you just slide, and it was cold as fuck. Oh yeah, for one thing, and you're just and your clothes are drenched. And it was probably and you're you know, sweating too because you're working your yeah. ass yeah, off. So it was starting to melt. So which starting, is a weird, a weird like yeah thing going on. Where yeah, you're, was, you're sweating but yeah, you're frozen. It was yeah. probably you know upper thirties, right? So yeah, this wasn't quite the, uh, super cold, but it was still. Once the game was done, you're just like, all right. I need to go change for one thing. So you both, you both got to experience that. Then you you were both in cold climate kind of childhoods. Oh yeah, I was or at least for a while. I mean, I know you went to Germany. I don't know if that was cold there, well, but Germany's colder. Oh, it's right. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. farther up in terms of uh, latitude. Yeah, well, the, the, it turns uh, summer's a little bit different in Germany too. Lo- much longer. Yeah, actually, I don't even. Well, really it's different weather that. patterns over there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just because, just like England, right? It's further north, but I don't think they get some snow. From what I from what I understand, they don't get like feet. 
Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get that. I, I got when I, when I was a really young kid. I was in Denver for a while, but then we moved overseas, right? So I mean, Argentina got cold, but then the rest of the time it was in tropics. There was no. It was wet and cold, wet and dry. So yeah, I didn't. And then I moved to Houston, so I didn't get that um, cold. Well, did you ever find your rear headband? I didn't. I haven't looked for it. Um, well, I tell you what, That's snow. Special. Wintertime is a blast as a kid. Yeah. Absolute blast. I would think so. It sucks as an adult. <laughs> right. Absolutely sucks as an adult. Right. And you think, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. No, going on vacation in snow is one thing. Right. But living in it and going shoveling your driveway. I, we got we got four feet of snow yesterday. I can't get to the store. My kids are screaming for food. I have no toilet paper. What am I gonna do? Just you wipe it in the snow. I guess. That's what you need or you're day. like or you're like I got to get to work. You do what the dogs do. You tromp around in the snow and take a shit on top of yeah. the snow, and and you know you're shoveling driveways or you got snow blowers, and it's cold. It, it sucks as an adult yeah. uh, to live in there. I never had to do it. At that. least in my opinion, yeah, uh, loved it as a kid. Sure, absolutely loved it. I mean, now now it's like we get snow and we're like you we got snow. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> right. like a totally different reaction as opposed to fuck. Right. And you know, and the cities really don't shut down up there in Mm-mm. the north, right? They, <laughs> we totally do. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah. I mean, yesterday, I, I think it was, yeah, yesterday when it snowed overnight, not even very much, right? It was like but a quarter inch, quarter maybe. inch. So my where I work in my little corner is the front window, and I can oversee the front street. A car didn't pass, and it's a high. I mean, it's a fairly high residential traffic road, right? No tracks were laid on that road. Past lunchtime, right? Yep. It, it, it's insane People how this. People are afraid. Yeah, how we just. Well, I think it's also an excuse. Oh, it is. Oh, I don't have to go to work today. Yep. Yep. Oh, oh, it's snow. Oh, yep. Can't do it. Yep. So anyway, it's fun. I mean, what's different uh, now versus uh, when we were growing up regarding school, for example? You know, we would get up in the mornings and you'd have to run to the TV and and check the little. Uh, little uh, little ticker, a uh, little ticket ticker school, on the bottom, or just scrolling through the, the school, and you're like, "Come on, come on, come on!" Come on and it gets past your your, your oh, letter, yes, and you're like, "Fuck, yeah. damn it!" And then you're like, "My school district sucks." Oh, I love mine it. did, mine did. I open, didn't have open no matter what. I didn't. Yes, mine was. <laughs> I never had one snow day, all the way through high school, and we yeah. had feet of snow several years. Frisco shuts down if it gets below forty. And I walk to school. Yeah, that's true. They <laughs> do. So silly. Just the thought. No. It's so crazy. And, and, and there were districts around us that closed because it's cold. Yeah. But, you, but, look, but look at you. You're tough. Those other kids in those other school districts? Pussies. Big time pussies, man. Look at them now. <laughs> look them up on Facebook right now. Come up with a name of somebody in another school district. Just a peas. Exactly. So yeah. they did you right. That's right. Look how tough you are. And I, and I and I argue with my wife. I was like, because she was looking. She goes, you know, she goes, Richardson's closed. Dallas is closed. Fort Worth is closed. And I was angry. like, I was like, why are they closed? Oh, it's cold. What do you mean it's cold? Right. You just don't go to school because it's cold? <laughs> right? I was like, you know what I went Such through? Wusses. I was like, I would walk, literally. My kids don't Here believe it. I was like, I walked. Uphill both, uphill, both ways. Both ways, yeah, I did. Naked. No, I wasn't naked. Yeah, I got gangrene and But I would bikes. walk through fucking blizzards to school. Blizzards. <laughs> yes, I would go to school and my hair was frozen. Yeah, I've done that. It was Isn't ridiculous. That child abuse? Yeah, that's crazy how their oh, hair was all frozen. Yeah, it's just, that's what I did. 
Did you, you get the, did, like, you, did you put your tongue on a pole? No, no, you don't do shit like that. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. I, did you have a brother from Ohio? Like, well, okay. you learn those things. Oh, okay. Sounds like a good idea. Well, a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. No, this I, I, yeah, in doses I can handle it. The older we get, yeah, I'm with you. I, I, uh, you know, I was outside with my. With whole, almost with nothing on. I mean, I had a jacket on with hmm. with my underwear on nothing and some my Crocs. Wow. And um, I was outside. Did there. you play football that way? No, I was trying to like put the little thing on top of the the spigot on the back, dude. But it froze the back there. I was scared to death. I had a fuck. I ran an extension cord, put a little heater on on the the spigot I, outside. For the first year ever, I didn't even cover the faucets with those little. I didn't do it. Living life uh, I kind dangerously of, there. Well, I kind of got distracted when Dylan showed up and was like, I oh, was shopping for the gun because I was supposed to winterize that day. It was so hot that day. Right. It was like 68. Well, Jeff and I were talking about Actually, I was talking about that, giving you indirectly a little shit. I was like, God damn. Why does Paul have so much on his plate all the time? <laughs> it's not, I don't it's, fucking get it. It's, How is he so busy? Yeah. Kind of am, yes. I guess. I don't know. God, I've got things going on. That's what dudes like us. But have. I really wanted to go to 1845. I really did, and I wanted to bring Dylan. I told you guys. Yes. And then I was excited. But what I didn't know is he he made plans with me with others to watch the game at a sports bar. What you said he wanted to go to 1845. He did, but I was like, you make plans? He's like, yeah, Dad. After we get the gun, we're going to this place. I was like, well, there goes 1845. All right. We'll be right back. All right. Oh, I'm, <laughs> you're this, I'm back. Shout out to Lowry Crossings, 1845 Distillery. Your shit's awesome. Uh, Mr. Producer, thank you. First half of the podcast. It is uh, the January 16th, 2024. I'm Sean. I'm Paul. And I'm Jeff. This is Dudes Like Us.